Hi and welcome to Dungeons and Comedians. We're going to just add in a little bit uh, what we're calling a D&D brief where we kind of discuss what happened to the episode and we also talk to Emma Cousin about the origin story of Belt. Enjoy. Uh, hi everyone uh, and welcome to this uh, impromptu post Dungeons and Comedians um, debrief. You know like the thing that they have after... Um, <laughs> Game of Thrones and Walking Dead and D&D. all that kind of thing. D&D 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 brief. D&D oh. It's quite good. There it is. Yeah, good D- job. Welcome to D&D Brief, everyone. It's quite good. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to quickly chat about the episode and then I'd like to kind of go into some backstory about some of these characters. Mm. So uh, first of all, so we just had our adventure, Pyramid Schemes. Mm. Um, how, how was it? It was cool. Yeah, the second half really kind of took off, wow. didn't it? It went in a direction I didn't expect, mm. actually. What were you expecting? I think I, I was. I think I was expecting to fight off all of the yeah. kind of like mushroom mushroom mummies, yeah. and it almost be like a um, like a horde mode, you know, where it's just slash slash slash, and we were kind of going to fight our way out. Yeah. There wasn't actually much fighting this episode. Yeah. I <clears throat> was going. I was going to do that, and then. I was like, oh, we're really running out of time. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. But prob- probably... I don't think it lacked anything yeah. from not having it. Uh, I find that this this one for me was a great exemplar of um, how off the rails the adventure <laughs> can get. Like, I, I feel like some of the early ones were very like here's the adventure you're going to go through and f- for me that I thought this was a great example of kind of p- player agency shaping <laughs> the what what can kind of happen mm. well with uh, this was a very Skinner centric episode mm. um, how long were you sitting on Skinner's big uh, reveal or turn I, I, I knew that I, I knew that Skinner was faking it, yeah, um, and, and that it was about him trying to get as um, c- kind of into the structure as possible to kind of destroy it from the inside. Um, I didn't know how long I'd have to sit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought it would be a one and done. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought I'd be able to kind of get it that arc kind of cleaned up in the last episode to do, so to have to come back and <laughs> kind of continue with wear those pants again with, with <laughs> these pants again yeah um, was was surprising but it's, I mean, it's been interesting to kind of f- f- find that other side of him that still keeps kind of the obnoxiousness but through a very different f- filter I'm quite. I'm. I'm really interested to see what Skinner does next because mm. uh, when you introduce uh, Grogthor and those guys, I was like, oh, great! This is. I knew that I had that archive mm. under the thing, mm. and I was like, perfect! I can put those guys in there. Mm. But if if Skinner has now kind of like risen and raised his stock within corn, mm. um, that could that could be quite interesting. Mm. The the worm has turned. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, um, Emma. Yeah. Um, belt. Yeah. Um, the one of the sad things about this podcast is that we didn't record 
Belt's the first, first adventure. First adventure, I know. Uh, which was also Trixie's adventure, because <coughs> which we'll get to another time. Yeah. Um, where did Belt come from? I actually think it's a real gift, Brendan, that you didn't record that first one because probably people—I um, mean, people who know Emma know um, the deal, which is that I know—I still know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Brendan asked me, and Brendan's a dear friend of mine, and um, so uh, I, Brendan approached me and said, "I think you should do Dungeons and Comedians," and I said, "Well, I don't think that's a good idea because I don't know what it is." And uh, Brendan said, no, 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 you'll be fine. And we did a test game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had that character sheet, right? I had Belt's mm-hmm. character sheet um, of a human fighter um, for the test game. But I still didn't really know what was happening. And Brendan told me this story about, um, well, he kind of uh, showed me through words <laughs> the, about the whole Dungeons and Dragons universe. And he told me about there was this character that was really famous um, that had a really simple name. Do you remember this? I... I believe that I did yeah. tell you that. I can't think of who I was thinking of it at wasn't, that moment. It wasn't, um, it was just, I can't remember. It was a really simple name. And at the time, I thought, oh, that's good. And I went away and thought about it, knowing that I was going to keep the character sheet. And, um, yeah, one day it just hit me like a, you know, ton of bricks. Like, oh, yeah, I wanted something that was kind of, um, mm. like a name that was simple and cool. And I came up with belt. And in my head it was like, yeah, like a belt you wear and a belt is like you belt that you project your voice that's about and you can belt people so I thought that's a cool word like it actually has a lot to it and then when I came to the first um show I didn't even have a costume or anything prepared I didn't know I just knew that the character's name was belt and I knew a little bit about what a human fighter was from the sheet and then somebody else said to me it might have even been you Aaron like hey you should go and see how many belts they've got in the costume room so I I wore like maybe for the first performance like four belts as like a um piece like armor piece and there was a it was a whole i had nothing else i just came out there and i played and we played with barrel that night played by ben allen who does know the game and i was totally just i just followed him the whole night and um it, yeah it's a real distinct memory for me going like i don't know what the hell this is and i don't know what i'm doing um and answering brendan's questions which at times were really full-on like Probably people don't know this. I had no backstory for the character prepared. And then Brendan said, hey, and why are you famous? Like, why does everyone know you? And I had nothing. Why are you a folk hero? I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. And so I just said in passing, like, yeah, I bought everyone a beer because I didn't know what else to say. And that's become a huge part of who the character is now. But, yeah, that was a really funny show. We... I sat and listened for a lot of it the first half probably and then the second half I felt like oh yeah I kind of understand this game now <laughs> they started playing it and I remember there was this guy at the back of the original podcast and um, it was in the second half I said something and he just looked at me and went yeah belt and it it must it would have come through if we were recording it like it was loud enough that I could hear it and I was like oh okay <laughs> they're liking me now and um, that night I double booked myself because I didn't know that it was going to go so long. I actually go in and do an improv show. So I started taking off my costume <laughs> during the show. <laughs> and um, as I was running out the door on that night, like the audience just changed and they were shouting belt. Like it was like belt, belt, belt as I was running out. It's actually a performance experience I've never had. Like it was unreal. And I realized that belt was something pretty special then. Um, so I've just tried to keep a hold of it as long as I can, I guess. Mm. 
but I still don't know how to play Dungeons and Dragons. I have no idea. So the character sheet I gave, I when I was just teaching people how to play the game, I just yeah. printed out. There's like Wizards of the Coast mm. provide these kind of pre-made <clears throat> characters. Yeah. And um, so there's a human fighter with yeah. an archery speciality. That's I just shuffled them up, gave yeah. that one to you. Um, I think I may have just given you the rogue as well, Aaron. Quite possibly. For, um, yeah, it yeah. felt arbitrary. Yeah, so and it just it just started with that really simple character. Yeah. Um, but belts come become so distinct. Yeah, yeah, and it was really weird and awesome, you know, for people to come back and talk to me as if I were belt. <laughs> yeah, and so I think from there, we like Henry and I were laughing before um, about you know there are times where in the breaks and after the show and even in my day-to-day life there's probably something people don't realize is that i you know belt has belt's life and that's awesome but i try to make emma cousin have her own life (laughs) and um, i actually try to make emma cousin have a career in performing arts by herself and i you know like our film made it through to the 48 hour um final the other day which is really cool and um somebody wrote go belt on the um (laughs) on the live stream when I was getting called to say that my team had made it through to the finals, somebody wrote go belt. And I know, I know this person. So, and I know they're a big belt fan, but it was, it was, it's a bit weird for me. Like that. Um, and in many ways, belt is more famous than Emma Custon. Now I've just had to accept that. I suppose. (laughs) Um, I can see why belt's a cool person. (laughs) Yeah. I think, Oh, go ahead. I just remember that first episode beforehand. You said, yeah, playing like this kind of warrior type thing. And the name's belt. And I was kind of like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, like, <clears throat> burnt. And I was like, yeah. ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I had the voice. And I had to go and run away and play Skid Scriptless after that, and I had to MC it, and I ruined my voice <laughs> doing belt Because the whole time I was like, back then he was bassier than he is now, I think. You're belt. And then I went out to do MC Scriptless, and my voice just came out like, hey, guys, welcome to Skid Scriptless. It was really, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, belts changed. I can't believe it's been like almost two years, Brendan. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really, um, you know, belts been a huge part of my life actually. In the end, <laughs> um, actually, I don't want to be that guy, but I do have to tell people this just in case they don't see it because a couple of people don't know this. But that actor who plays Brother Skinner is actually a very dear friend of mine, Dan Bain, and for my thirtieth birthday. Um, he went out of his way to make a belt buckle that says belt on it. And um, it's actually one of those things that I've worn ever since he gave it to me. Um, and not many people notice, but I have had a couple of like ultra fans come up and go, who gave you the belt belt buckle? And if the episode's just... like, And it's always at the end of the episode, so sometimes Brother Skinner and I will be really anti each other. <laughs> I kind of don't want to tell them at the end of the episode that Brother Skinner gave it to me because... I think, oh, they'll know we're friends. Then, that maybe that will upset You're like two things. professional wrestlers. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, the other thing that I think you, that I didn't expect when I started this was you, you stay in character as Belt the entire time. Yeah. I, like, I'm used to playing D&D where you kind of just talk in your regular voice and you say, okay, I'm going to climb up this ladder, I'm going to draw out my sword and I'm going to do this. And then when you're talking, you're like, and then I, you know, (laughs) but, but you, and and I think everyone, pretty much Mm. everyone does that Mm. now, but I think you set the, the, you kind of set that tone. Yeah. In my, in my first episode, um, I certainly was like, okay, and now this, Melon's doing Melon's thing. And then I'm, and then Henry will clarify something with you, but then kind of this 
<coughs> the way that belt speaks is almost kind of rubbed off and now now, <laughs> now it feels wrong of like no no when you're out here this is melon's time yeah and henry has a back seat you know yeah and i feel like it, it, it feels feels more genuine yeah because i used to like the first few episodes you know i'd bring you out and i'd be like and how are you emma how are you are you ready to and you'd be like oh i'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it came from a place of genuinely not understanding at first oh. like i think yeah. i genuinely didn't understand that you weren't in character i mean i was wearing the costume yeah and I, th- I'm an actor I, think that's, I think that's part of it right yeah. it, it, it is if you do come out in the costume mm. as opposed to just doing a like a radio voice performance or something where it's very much like yeah I'm myself and now I do my kooky voice or whatever Mm. but the fact that there is there is that kind of visual component to it when you come out you're in the costume you do kind of feel like I'm the guy yeah and it feels weird to um, betray that I think for a for an audience that's in the room at the same time. Absolutely. Mm. And I think, I um, I mean, uh, I unlike many people who play Dungeons & Dragons, like I've come about it from an actor's perspective and maybe I'm too much of an actor sometimes. But, you know, like Belt's a character that I've built over time and I'm really proud of. And um, Belt, I've been led by the audience with Belt. Like I don't think I came in with a huge preconceived idea of who the character was. I've been led by the people who've come and seen and enjoyed Belt. Like I have a Belt fan club and it's cool. And it was cool for me to have that because they really helped me go, oh, this is the character. And also people look up to this character and they've paid money to see this character. They actually haven't paid to see Emma Custom. They don't care about me. (laughs) They care about the character. And so um, I think, you know, I believe in the power of escapism and I think it's... I mean, I also think that that's kind of the... the strength perhaps of this mm. um, it, it is that it's not really driven by like a, a technical or kind of competitive yeah. attempt to play Dungeons and Dragons to min-max your character or whatever <laughs> it, it, it's played from a like a it, acting character perspective yeah. where regularly the um the characters will make decisions that are dreadful for the characters but feel in keeping with the the nature of who they are as as people absolutely yeah and i mean i think like as well um it, it really humbles you as an actor um the whole process i mean i love telling the story that i had a um flatmate who i lived with for a long time before dungeons and comedians ever hit um, podcast and um, they moved to Auckland and then um, they visited Christchurch briefly and it was funny because you know we caught up we spent hours we drank wine we chatted and then we said all right it's time to go to bed and literally I closed my door and then I got this like and I was like oh I opened the door and it's this guy who I've lived with previously and he goes sorry um I didn't know if I should ask you this but um I just needed to know before I go to bed, does Belt actually hate Brother Skinner? (laughs) And it was so bizarre to me because by that point we were about a year into the podcast and he'd just been quietly listening the whole time, never told me he was listening to it. And he didn't, I think he didn't tell me because he didn't, from his perspective, it wasn't, he'd listened to the first episode because he knows me, but then he got totally hooked and then he got so invested in these characters that he 
Like, he had to know. <laughs> he had to know what Belt thought about Brother Skinner. And, of course, the reality is I don't know these questions. I, like, I didn't – you never know – I never know what you're going to come up with. I never know where the journey's going to go. And also a part of me um, probably goes, I don't want to know. I think I probably – unlike some of these people, I definitely come every episode – like today I came and I went, what happened last episode? I've got no idea. Um, but but I kind of deliberately keep in ignorance because I think like, well, that's Belt. Like Belt doesn't, you know, I don't want to mm. preconceive ideas for Belt. I want Belt to just form organically in the room. And I, it, always, it has always happened, even though I've had nightmares about coming to DNC and forgetting Belt's voice and forgetting who Belt <laughs> is. Even though I've had recurring nightmares about that, it never happens. I always know who Belt is in the room, so I just roll with it. I don't know if that's interesting or not, but I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, does anyone have any closing thoughts? No. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's cool that Aaron and I did our first episode together, and, and um, we're still doing it now. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a secret little secret that we have. And uh, it, you know, in a few months, you'll do your last episode together. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Brendan. Keep reminding me of that. Well, yep. So just just to confirm that this this story will come to an end, and uh, it's going to end at the end of this year. And, that, and if that you will. have a complaint about that, you need to send that to Brendan Bennett. <laughs> and I'm joking about that, but also we have a we have a friend, a mutual friend, who consistently hits me up, going. The story can't end at the end of the year. You've got to tell Brendan. And I'm like, no, you have to tell Brendan. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like two years is, is I good. think it's a good start. And, and we'll, we'll, if people are still interested, we'll do something else after that. But I, li- I always like stories that have an ending. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got to do something at some point where we, can we all DM you through something? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Adventure. Yes, Aaron. Great idea. I love it. Okay, we're going to wrap that up there thank you so much for listening to our D&D brief <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks Andy. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you all next time yay bye see you that was cute